This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We are estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven women that are killing it in life. And they deserve to be celebrated. So on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and then in between those interview episodes, we'll be doing segments where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s, and just learning more about one another because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun, and we We have a super multicultural community. And we kind of think that you might too. So why not talk all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Hell yes. Um, (laughs) Also, we'll be answering listener questions. So make sure to write to us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys. So let's jump into the show. Bye. Hi friends. Hi. Welcome to the show. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Alex. And we decided to come today to talk to you guys about vaginas. We decided to make a vagina episode. Yeah. We aren't doctors, but we both have many years experience waxing vaginas. Looking at a lot of vaginas a day. We've seen a lot. Totally. So this is an area that we kind of are strangely experts in. Why, yes. <laughs> but also, there's so many feelings around vaginas, but especially as women, the most common um, feeling is shame that I come across women with. Yeah. Oh, my God. So uh, do you ever have clients who are like, I'm so sorry. Always. Everybody's apologetic about their vagina. Everybody no, thinks that always they're looking at their butthole that they say they're sorry. Oh, and it's I'm true. Like, Is there something I don't know about? Exactly. And then I tell them, I'm like, I'm not even looking at your butthole. I'm just like, let me remove this hair. Totally. And uh, get along with our day. Literally. But anyway, that's why we thought that a vagina episode would be kind of great to throw in there with our how-to series on how to be a bad bitch in case you guys are just realizing all the names of uh, our episodes Pretty much we're compiling a guide to how to be a bad bitch yes. in the year 2020 and beyond. And I really, well, we really want everyone to feel comfortable about their vaginas. Yeah, exactly. Because here's a big secret, dudes. They all pretty much look the same. They do. They're like different but the same. Exactly. Literally all different but the same. So anyway, we just wanted to make like 
this is so millennial of me, a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> to talk about and laugh about vaginas. Yeah. So here we go. I remember the first time that I waxed a vagina, I was in training mm-hmm. and this girl had the biggest fucking bush and I was getting the wax stuck because I didn't know how to wax a big bush. Yeah. And my trainer was just like, oh, just like this, just like that. I'm like, what do you mean? I wanted to cry. So wait, there's a lady in the room with you while yeah. you're waxing the stranger's big bush. Yes. That poor lady, do you think she knew? The one being waxed? Yeah. Oh no, she knew that I was training. She did got she, it for free. Oh, well, did she know how big her bush was? I just know that if I had a bush like that, I wouldn't let a trainee waxer yeah, wax in it. that's true. And to be honest with you, I have a lot of ladies that come through and they're like, look, I had to come, especially after COVID. Okay, so oh, here's yeah. the thing also is I don't know Post-COVID about you, bushes. listener, but the rest of us have been in a worldwide pandemic for the last six months. So if you go to get your first Brazilian wax... You definitely don't have to apologize. Women are like, I'm so sorry. It's been months. We were also so excited to be back at work. But Legit. I'm like, I don't care. Honestly, but besides that, it's just like, bitch, where are you going to get waxed? We've been right. shut down. The whole world is shut down. There's right. definitely nothing no to apologize. Thank you for coming to see me and giving me your hard-earned pandemic money <laughs> to get rid of this hair. How about that? <laughs> Especially if you're on unemployment and you're still coming for a wax. Legit. Yes. Really appreciate it. Yes, honestly. But so, it's true. Also, never apologize ever. There's never apologize, apologize ever. For. But the, before the tangent, the reason I was bringing this up was because I had women who were like, look, after this pandemic, you know, I used to just go to whoever to get waxed. But like, this is just too much like this. I need a professional. Your yeah. reviews were fantastic. I thought this is the girl for me. She can handle my giant bush. <laughs> so I'm shocked. I'm so blessed that people are like, this is the gal for me. Honestly, but I'm, so, I'm shocked at the lady that you had first wasn't like, look, I can't, this isn't newbie territory, lady. She didn't know. She was very young. So she's like a college girl. Oh, okay. She was young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you maybe gave her the worst wax of her life? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. And at that point, I was like, this is not for me. Like, I, I'm not going to be able to do this job. Oh, no. But I went home every night after training, and even, like, once I was actually working, because I had, like, two days of training, and then they sent me out into the world. Yeah, we shouldn't tell people where you used to I work. I won't, because... Yeah, they're not a great company. It's a big waxing chain. You definitely know them. Yes. Um... <laughs> but I would watch the training videos in bed every night. Yeah. Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. It's true. It and really helped. And I became one of the top waxers there. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, not to toot our own horns, but to toot, we're definitely, not even by our own admission, by the admission of all of our clients, the best wax this side of the East River. Yeah. For sure. I agree with that. Wax. I think I give a good wax. For sure. Every now and then I'll give one that I was like, I oh, could have been better. <laughs> What's an appointment? Do you ever feel that way? No, well, yeah, but mostly because I'm too busy talking because the True. way that our studio operates is like we just, we stand women in case you guys can't tell. And I think I know that it's because for a living we have to make strangers feel extremely comfortable being naked in front of us. And on their part, be comfortable having a stranger look at and rip the hair off of their vagina. Yeah. So I think that's, I know that Alex and I just have like a special gift for connecting with people. I think so. Which is what makes all of our services go over. So if I'm ever texting you to come in a little bit later, you know there's a Gabby bitch right before you. (laughs) We just cannot shut up. Or someone's crying, they just broke up with their boyfriend. Totally. Literally, anything goes down. I had a client recently, I was telling Elizabeth, who I... 
at my old job I had for probably a year, but when she came to get a service here for the first time with me, she told me stuff about her life that she had never told me before, like really big things. Yeah, true beauty special. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really... And you're so right. It's a really, it's funny that um, I'll, I was telling Alex, I'll have clients, new clients that will come and sit down and immediately start telling me their life story and five minutes in be like, wow, this must happen often to you. I'm not really sure why I'm telling you all of this, but here we go anyway. So did I just <laughs> continue on? It's true. But I think Which is so special. so nice. And yes. My advice is get yourself a wax gal who can make you feel really good about yourself. A hundred percent because that's why, okay, so one of the the worst things that I've heard women say about previous wax experiences is that they have been traumatized, which is so upsetting because that's the opposite of what should happen when you go to get a wax. Like if you're going to get a wax, like one is like nobody wakes up and they're like, do you know what I want to do today? I, th- I want to go and rip all of the hairs off my vagina. It Yay. sounds like a great plan. No, you do it because either you have to, like you can't shave this girl right here. Yeah, same. For many different reasons. You want to feel sexy, you're doing it for your partner, or you're doing it for yourself. Or, I mean, like some girls come in for hygienic reasons, which that's fine also. Like your hair is there to collect bacteria and all that shit. So any place in your body that you have hair is going to start to collect some sense. Anyway. Anyway, vaginas so, don't always smell like flowers. They don't, but fact. that's fine. It's fine. It smells like vagina. Yes. Which so, smells lovely. Which also, I know people get self, I mean, I know because clients have told me that they feel self-conscious coming for a wax after like a long day at work. Mm-hmm. Can always ask your waxer for a little wipe. You can go use yes. the restroom. But Definitely. also, don't, don't be apologetic about your vagina smelling like a vagina <laughs> after a long day at work because. Literally. That's just how it is. What you should be apologetic for is not wiping your butt enough. Yeah. Before you sit down for a wax, yeah. and you've got poop in your butt. Which I'm so hesitant to bring this up because I don't want anybody to feel like, I mean, self conscious or what have you, but I just feel like, as a woman, like you either know if you wipe your ass clean, literally, or if you don't. And if yes. you're not Make checking sure in between for each wipe, for, us, for yourself, but for you, you should be the, walking for all of your days. No. Or don't walk smudges. around with poop back there because no. it's not sanitary and no. it's sitting in your underwear. It can go into your vagina. Then you yeah. can get an infection. There's yeah. so much. Okay, there's so also, much. Also, you don't want to like get with your partner and then there's just like doo-doo. Legit, girl. Girls, you should be thanking me actually for telling you about this problem because yes. Learn how to wipe. Saving. And yes. I think that maybe some women weren't taught as children how to properly wipe. It's possible. My Anything's stepmom possible. taught me how to wipe my gadooie, as she called it. Talk more about that later. But my new favorite word for vagina, my gadooie, with the queen's accent. But gadooie, gadooie. But it's important, and it is part of your vaginal health to wipe properly and yes. to make sure that you're clean. Yes. And when you come for a wax, not to be clean for us, but for just you know, we are touching you with gloves, but right. it would be nice to like not also, have to this touch is poop, like, obviously. This is like 10% of people. But yes, it's a very small, it's maybe a very, even smaller. It's a very yeah. small percentage, but when it happens, it's like. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to get freaked out, but I think it's I good to know. I think it's good to know because also. I think I've told you, I've had clients where like, it's always like that. Yes. And that worries me. I'm like, okay, so they just don't know how to wipe their tushy. And as Alex said, it's the girls with the biggest rocks that have the dirtiest butts. So I don't yeah. know what y'all are doing. I don't Paying know. too much time maybe mm-hmm. looking at Tiffany's. Maybe. Not enough time wiping your asses. Maybe the men's, they like the poops. 
that's possible. It's a thing. What's his name? Uh, the giant just came out that maybe he likes like little, a football like player? a football player yes he likes poops he might be he might like getting shot on his chest shot shat shat shit it on shat that on. would be so easy though if you're instead of your husband Wait, what like, late at night being like honey let's fuck and i'm just like oh i'm tired but like a quick boop i mean okay <laughs> is the poop the main event or is the poop like an entree that's the question do you know what i mean like can you just poop and that's enough for him it better or is be it like... that's it i'm not gonna like poop on you and then sit on your dick <laughs> <laughs> it's very unsanitary doesn't seem very, right to me no doesn't seem right anyway so for those 10% of you, everybody else is listening to this and is just as disgusted as we are. And they're like, no, bitch, I'd make sure that my ass is clean. Yes. This isn't for you. Yeah. Just make yes. sure you're clean. But other than that, there's nothing to be ashamed of with your vagina. Not also, at like, all. normal vaginal odors. Again, I'm not a gynecologist, but a vagina smells like a vagina sometimes. Legit. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. And that's not something that's going to, like, gross us out, you know? No, not at all. In fact, to be honest with you, the reason that we really specialize in Brazilians is because I feel like we're doing giving like doing a service to women honestly especially knowing what's out there is like some dingy sad little like room behind a curtain in some nail salon or a hundred dollars I was like women deserve more than this we deserve better and a good price and we're here for it so so I love all of that right I love all of that okay so should we talk about the first times that we got uh waxed or shaved yes because I think Okay, the, well, the first time I shaved, I think I talked about that in an episode. Well, you can shave for that us. older boy. Okay. No, I didn't know about this older boy. Yeah, I remember I was on the phone with my friends, and she was like, oh, did you shave your vagina? And I was like, no. For a date? I had this boy Getting ready for a date? Over. He was, and I was like, over? I was like 14, and he was 17. Oh, my Maybe God. Maybe I was 15. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I mean, we didn't even do anything. But you for whatever pre- reason, my friends prepared. convinced me I better shave my entire vagina which had never been shaved before or trimmed or anything like none your legs probably weren't even shaved it was just probably not and like my pubes go down to like my knees so (laughs) that shit i clogged the tub oh stop it was bad that was was bad i was on the phone with her as i was shaving my vag you're like like this (laughs) and then what do i do is that right is that supposed to be gushing blood (laughs) exactly am i supposed to be like oh my god just standing here in a pool of blood in the shower scary and then yeah, he didn't even, I think we just kissed a little bit. Yeah, and then the next day you were like, this is so fucking itchy. Why would anybody ever <gasps> do this? And I'm hairy. The worst. So imagine what yes. was growing back. But the first time I got waxed was pretty pleasant because mm-hmm. I went to the nail salon. Yep. But they actually are known for giving good waxes. Right. And it was a great wax. Well, this is also early 2000s when it was just becoming a thing. And yeah. like, we're... I mean, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, so it was just, like, the nail salon with my little, you know, I'd go and get my acrylic nails. Oh, my God. I'll go and get the little square tip acrylic nails. That life is done being with... a esthetician. <laughs> what? <laughs> that life is done. You can't have nails. Oh, no. It's disgusting. I mean, even if I wasn't an esthetician, I would not have acrylic nails, honestly. But, I mean. No offense if you got acrylic. If you, because if I wasn't an esthetician, I'd probably be a bartender, and even then I couldn't have acrylic oh, nails because working with my hands. Do you know what I mean? But I'd get my little airbrush spray, and then one day I was like, what happens behind that curtain? And they're like, oh, do you want to know? <laughs> it's secret society of pussy wax. Literally. And because your girl needed attention from a very young age, I was like, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do 
that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I can tell everybody in school the next day. It sounds great. That's the best part about getting your first Brazilian is you want to tell everyone. Everybody. Yes, exactly. Everyone. Just got this hair and gone it is. Yes. Came in yesterday. <laughs> gone. Got rid of it. I actually went with Lacey. Me and Lacey went and got our first bikini waxes together. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, she only did her bikini line though, that bitch. You were like, take it all off. You were like, get rid of it. No, I left a landing strip. Oh, yeah? yeah? I think I just got rid of it. It looks silly. Kyle's like, that's weird. I thought he'd be like all excited I got waxed. Wait, Kyle? That's when you first started getting waxed? We were like, my first like everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you weren't 16 like me, you mean? I wasn't. I was waxing my own bikini line for for years before that. Or yeah. A few years because it's a vesthetician school. Oh, my cool. goodness. Wow. No, I was not <laughs> At 16, I was just shaving my vagina with a two-blade Bic. Oh, no, girl. I got my little $13 bikini wax. I I don't think it could have been any more than that. Did they rip any skin off? I have no idea. I didn't feel terrible pain. I kept getting it done forever, literally, never stopped. I would love if listeners wrote in any um, like interesting first-time bikini wax oh, stories. Oh, yes. I would love it. I gave a couple of first bikini wax. One of my clients brought in her niece, who was 16, for her first bikini wax. That's like a very special adult thing yes. to do, you know? Well, her aunt and was 16, also... She, cool as fuck. Her aunt wasn't that much older than her. Her aunt was like in her early 20s, <gasps> oh, which was yeah. even cuter. Do you I know? But they were... Um, from somewhere in Latin America, but they're Afro-Latina. Mm. So they, she was like, they're hairy girls. <laughs> and I was like, you came <laughs> to the right place, ladies. Her niece screamed. And I was like, okay, oh girl, God. that was one time. You're done. You can bite onto this rag. I literally gave her a rag. I was like, this is like a residential <laughs> oh building. You can't be screaming bloody if murders. If I'm like, cops. exactly. If I'm murdering young black girls in the back. Like, <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Um, no, it's just the summer, and she doesn't want to be embarrassed going to the beach. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I think that's also something else to say is, like, not to be embarrassed by hair. Yeah. I want I that to that, be done. I think the generation beneath us, and I would love to hear from some Gen Zers, I think that they're body hair agnostic. I think so, too. Which is pretty cool. It's not for me. <laughs> But I, I mean, mean, sometimes my vagina's pretty girl. My underarms. The other day, my boyfriend was just like, "So what is going on under there? You got like a Michael Jordan situation happening with your underarms, like quite long, quite curly." Holy shit! But I take so many waxy, vitamins, and I don't right realize, you know. I know, but that's good. You're a healthy girl. Exactly, healthy growing hair. Yeah. So I think not being ashamed of your hair, but also not feeling like you can't be a strong feminist woman because you remove your pubic hair either. There's like all these I weird totally, fucking stigmas and right. I hate it. Well, and I, I had convinced myself at one point, like when I was only doing waxing, that I was like, this is not right. I'm not like doing anything good for anybody. Like I'm making it seem as though women need to remove their pubic hair. Yeah. And then actually my friend Leah was just like, girl, why are you being so hard on yourself? Everyone's got to make money. Everyone has a place in this world. Totally. And I was like, And you're doing the yes. best. You're doing the most for women. It's the opposite. And maybe it's because at the time you were working under such tight time constraints that you didn't even have time yeah. to like say at hello. At that waxing chain. At, yes. that cool, at that waxing chain that we won't mention where you only <laughs> get 15 minutes to wax an entire anything that's on your books. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm taking 45 minutes just to talk, like, tell me everything, girl. Know, what happened so in third nice grade? It's so nice to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more about that first boyfriend. Right? But it's the opposite. I think we're doing so much for women, do you know? Oh, I like that. Honestly, like, because, you know, and it's because of the stigma around it, because of the shame, because you're supposed to be ashamed of your vagina, and we're here, like, literally celebrating vaginas, Yeah. You know? Back to the whole, like, being sorry whenever people, like, 
Oh, sorry, you have to look at that. I literally had people say, sorry, you have to look Always. at that. I'm like, you're paying me, first of all. Yes. I'll pretty much do anything for <laughs> like, some money. <laughs> Just kidding. But you're paying me. Also, I don't mind this. I love doing this. Legit. It's weird to say, but I love it. Yes. Waxing was my first love, even yes. when I was in esthetician school. I thought it was going to be facials. That was why I went to esthetician school. Yeah. And once I started waxing, I'm like, no, this is it. Yeah. I love it. I re- realize the same thing. Well, one is just like the weird instant gratification that you get yes. from like doing a job well done. Yes. But two is like, like I said, I've been getting waxed for forever. I always joke with women, especially when they're apologizing. I'm like, girl, my hair is locked right now, but you can see how curly and thick it is. Imagine what's going on in my vagine. Like there's <laughs> a lot vagine. going on from day one. So something yeah. I always, always did. I always, it was like the first thing. That it, first thing I would find when I moved to a new neighborhood is a wax place. Yeah. My parents gave me $50 a week when I was in college to live in New York City. And like <laughs> one week a month, I wouldn't eat because that $50 would go towards like my wax because <laughs> I would always save it. You know, it was that important. I know. So I knew that there, and I just wanted, I knew how difficult it was. I knew the good times. I knew the bad times. I knew yeah. how people made me feel. I knew how I wanted to feel. Yeah. And I was like, if I can give this to women, then that's a fucking gift. And turns out, dude, we're right. All we do is wax vaginas all day, all day I long. I know. I love it. It's so weird. It's weird and good. But it's I because, love it. Um, also, I think that for third wave feminism, I think the coolest part about it is you don't have to be apologetic. You can be unapologetic. Yes. You know, I think we're the totally. types of feminists that are like, Girl, you can suck a dick and burn your bra at the same time. Fuck yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) You know what? I'm also thinking, I think why I love waxing vaginas is because nine times out of ten, I know that I've given this person the best wax they've ever had. Yes. Or if it's the first wax, it's way better than they expected. Mm Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel really nice. And I know that we probably had some good conversation that made them feel... Empowered. Yeah. I had a client the other day who just went through a crazy breakup. It was my first time meeting her, but... At the end, she was like, thank you so much for, like, talking to me. Yeah. And sometimes people just need someone to talk to. Like, someone who's not in their life. Somebody non-judgmental. Yes. Yes, 100%. I should be charging a therapy fee. Well, we we basically (laughs) are therapists, and that's why I call ourselves beauty therapists, you know, because, like, it's certainly – it's the best kind of therapy because you leave looking better. You go into therapy. Totally. And you don't feel bad about yourself either because, I don't know, I think sometimes therapy can make people feel weird. Well, because you have to think about yourself, and that's uncomfortable. You have to you have yeah. to be real with yourself. With us, we're literally just listening. Yes. Like, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, because I don't know how to even live my life. Legit, yeah. We're just listening and, have a and compassionate. Yeah. And empathetic. And I think that's nice. All while you get the hair removed. Legit. From your vagina. And that's honestly when people when people are like, why like why don't you wax men? Bleh. Look. <laughs> I'm not trying I, to wax well, that's what it is. It's sack. like I have it's so much compassion like for a vagina because I have one. And that's what I'm doing yeah. here is being like compassionate to Right. Vaginas. I will have no compassion waxing to a, a stranger's flaccid dick. Hard no. or there's like some no. pre-cum. Who knows? Girl, just don't. Ugh. No. <laughs> no. It's so weird. I used to, well, let me not say anything. My mom listens to this podcast. No. Wait, what did I just talk about? Is she going to hear that? Ah, that's okay. You're not her daughter. She's like, it's funny. <laughs> Um, Okay, so what else do I want to mention about vaginas? I wanted to mention that, okay, so as women, okay, so one of my favorite things to do as ways to connect, and this is really fucked up because, well, you'll understand why, is to compare different emotional baggage that uh, different ethnicities have. Mm. So you and I have spoken about this. Like, guilt is something that Jews carry. Jews and Catholics 
carry tons carry of... Carry that shit. Carry the guilt. Always have agita. Do you know? Black people carry... Black women, specifically, carry shame. Mm. Just for being. Right? I think but women, period. I think that we're often shamed just for taking up space. So, I don't know. That's something else I kind of wanted to bring up and, like, dispel some myths about vagina shaming. Yeah. So, what can we say about that? I mean... Pertaining to black women? No, just pertaining to women in general. Oh, shame. I think, well, I think the most common things I hear from clients is, oh, my God, sorry, I'm so hairy. Oh, sorry, like, I just got off work. I hope that I'm, like, fresh. Or, sorry, it's been so long since I've gotten a wax. Yeah, lots of sorry. Always sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. It's never like, you're welcome. I'm paying your bills. Legit. (laughs) Yes, legit. Hanging out with women, badass women all day. Yeah. Which is, like... Guys, I'll never tell a man this, so don't repeat it. But in reality, like, I have the best job in the world because I hang out with bomb-ass women all day and play dress-up. Yeah. Literally, and then you pay me at the end. I know. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. We're blessed. We're super blessed. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) Don't ever tell any man that. Don't you ever talk about my job like that, like it's not important. (laughs) But it's really, yeah, just a lot. There's a lot of shame surrounding it, and... And I get it, you lay here, you're in this position that's so vulnerable. Yes. And I'm just looking at you with this bright light, but that's my job. Yeah. But I I also hope that women, when I say, no, that's okay, girl, why are you apologizing? You're fine, you smell fine, all this. Yes. I hope, I don't know if it also stems from, like, when they're with men. Well, yes. If these are things that men have said to them, like, oh, that's hairy, or like, oh, that smells, of course. And if not the current man, a man at some point has said that, I'm sure, and that's where it stems from. Because why else would you, like, if you've never smelled, like, if that's all, the only smell that you know, why would you think that it was bad? Right. Unless somebody told you that. So that's kind of, it makes me sad. Yeah. Well, not, well, well it's not to be proud to be... of their vagina, especially after you wax it. You should be so proud. You just Dude. went through something. Okay. Immediately after, <laughs> if you're a little mad at me, I get it. But next day you wake up and you're just like, bitch, yes. Smooth as like a fucking Smooth, baby seal. Soft. Feels soft. like butter. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Also, I hear that men these days ain't shit. And <laughs> heard and are, that too. Are bad in bed, yeah, and don't go them. down on women anymore. Yeah, which is shocking. And when I first heard that, I was like, "So nobody's sucking dick either?" And they're like, "Oh no, oh, we're no, they still do. doing that." They do. What the fuck? This is a two-way street. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Yeah. Like, n- no, ladies, you get yours. You show up with that waxed vagina. Exactly. Or if you want to shave, and, you can shave. Or That's whatever cool. you want. Don't recommend, the hair, whatever don't you want to do. Don't recommend it. The next day is going to be terrible. Don't yeah, shave. Yeah, it's going to suck. Leave the hair or wax it. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, just make sure you get some before you give some, I guess, to make yes. sure the deal is even. <laughs> I like that. Get some before you give some. Honestly. That's my life advice. I have no other advice to give except that. That's really good advice, girl. (laughs) I think that a lot of young women are going to be writing that shit down right now. (laughs) Write that shit down. Um, That's so great. Oh, Oh, wait. Something else I have to I want to say about shame and vagines, which is like little and it's kind of silly. But here at True Beauty Brooklyn, I like an outfit. It's one of my favorite things in the world is to put together a goddamn outfit, and I. 
purposefully get dressed up for you girls because nobody wants to be all right unless you're a doctor or a nurse nobody wants to be friends with somebody in scrubs True. It's not cute. You can't be like, oh my God, girl, I like those pants. Where'd you get them? <laughs> and you're looking like a dowdy. <laughs> dowdy. I mean, I wore scrubs for years at my old job. Exactly. Waxing. But the reason. Ugh. Whenever clients saw me outside of there, they're like, oh, you lost so much weight. No, girl, I'm just not wearing scrubs. The worst scrubs ever. And also, I think that it takes you. It's. I think that because any, so any type of uniform, I really believe, like separates you in terms of like not necessarily class but it's just like a separation right whether it's like a police uniform a fireman's uniform a doctor's uniform it just says like i'm this and you're this when somebody's waxing your vagina in disgusting scrubs i think that it puts you maybe like at a seemingly at a lower class because of the job itself and because the patriarchy in america and like if you're doing this you are on point right and so that's why i'm like we dress nicely here and that's why we dress professionally and shout out to miss hansen who was the owner of my aesthetic school she was very much about having estheticians become professionals and not looked at as just like you know, these girls that don't have anything else to do because they didn't graduate high school. But no, like, these are skincare professionals. You're beauty therapists. And, like, you dress the the same part. And so back to shame and all of this stuff is that women so many times will be like, oh, my God, you look so cute. I'm sorry you have to wax my vagina. And I'm like, I'm this cute for you so that I can wax your vagina. And you can be like, look at this bomb bitch wax my vagina right now. I'm like, you deserve that. You deserve that, honestly. Because we're homegirls. Like, once you come in here, like, Alex has waxed my vagina, and now we're vagina sisters. Yeah. Do you know? It's the best gift that you can give to your homegirl. And so when you come here, we're homegirls. I like that. That's true. You know what? Also, a client of mine who I miss dearly, Anastasia. Hey, Anastasia. She's so cute. She's a hairstylist. And she told me once that her boss told her that you should dress to attract the clientele that you wish to have. Yeah. And it makes so much sense. Totally. I re- that really, like, stuck with me. Well, it's like dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Yeah. Right? For sure. A.K.A. fake it till you make it. Yeah. All these things. They all mean the same oh, thing. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I guess another thing I'd like to talk about with vaginas is caring for your skin there. Yes. It's very important, especially if you're yes. removing the hair either with shaving, waxing, nair, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Exfoliating to make sure you, you don't get ingrowns. You have to. You ladies. You must. must. There's no this is maybe a must. or sometimes. Nothing. It's a must. If you're going to commit to removing the hair down there, yes. this is just as important. And here's why. If you've listened to any of our beauty school episodes, you'll know this. But when you wax, you're removing both the hair and you're exfoliating your skin because you're removing that upper layer of skin that's already dead that's waiting to desquamate. And that's why you look super bright and shiny and smooth and beautiful. But if you don't exfoliate, your hair and your skin are regenerating at the same pace. And if your skin regenerates faster than your hair... Which it will when you're waxing because remember exactly, you're pulling it from the root. From the root, all the way from the bottom so that you get like a good six-week wax, good six-week hair-free life. Once your hair reaches the surface, it's not going to have any place to go besides back down because it can't go through the follicle hole because your skin's there. And once bacteria, dirt, oil get introduced, that's when you get really itchy ingrowns, folliculitis, the nasty stuff. So just exfoliate. It's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. And it's a must. It's not even like you have to. And we've got a couple that we love. We can shout out for and their silk scrub because it's awesome. Yeah, their silk scrub is great. Um, if you can't use the silk scrub, you can do something. At, you can get some extra gri- extra fine grit pumice powder, which I love 
to you order it online. You can order it from Amazon. Do you just mix it with water when you do it? No, I'll mix it with something with like soap. Okay. Like so maybe like a body wash. Like a body wash. Yeah, super easy. Body wash, whatever you're using to clean. Because your also body. the finer the grit, the deeper exfoliation you yes, get. Yes, it's so. like a polish. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. So must please. Yes, definitely. I always tell clients like seventy two hours or maybe a little more after their wax they should start exfoliating mm-hmm. and do it several times a week. You really gotta keep up with it. Yeah. Otherwise, especially that like few weeks right after the wax where the hair is just starting to come back through, you better be fucking exfoliating. Yes, yes. When you see those hairs coming up, I feel like there's only a few days. Well, and two is and because then it can all go to shit. when hair comes up, it comes up curly right. body hair. And it like, well, for the it most coils. part, it can coil. And even though you see it at the top, it can still go right back down. Mm-hmm. So you guys need to be exfoliating. Yeah, that's a big one. And I think if you get razor burn, what do you do for razor burn? On your bikini line. I feel like I see a lot of that at the beach. Really? Yeah. Not a lot. I don't know. I'm always staring at bikini lines. It's a weird hat. Alex loves I'm like, that girl waxes. That girl shaves. That right? Girl You're like, I'm anything. straight. I just love vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. But then I'm like, maybe they don't care they have razor burn. No, it probably hurts. It they probably do hurts. care. Yeah. You need to use some sort of nourishing oil. To help to heal it. Maybe fur oil, I think, would be nice. Fur oil would be really nice. Their, if ingrown, their ingrown concentrate oil is nice also. True. That's very true. You know, I do really love the featherweight from We the People. Yeah. Honestly. Nice it sinks right in. It's super soothing. It's avocado oil, which is really soothing. Or if you want to DIY it, shea butter is super, super healing. It's really nice. Yeah, because I feel like razor burn is just like irritation. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's just irritation on your skin. Razor I've never gotten razor burn. I have on my legs. On my bikini. Oh, yeah, I used to get on my bikini line when I really? used to shave that shit back in the day. Ooh, sounds terrible. Bad. Because it would look nice and smooth, and then the next day you would see the razor burn. So how did, oh, from, like, it, like, slips? I don't like know. Like, I think that's what it is. I think it's from a shitty razor. I yeah. think it's just that really thick hair and that delicate skin over that's there. True. All right, so I guess if you're going to shave your vagine, we should probably tell you about that. One, get yourself a good razor. Yeah. We love We the People. I it's, know. It's pricey, but it will literally last forever. I know. It really does. And we we have an episode where we interview the founder of the company, but it's honestly like... That will convince you to buy a razor because it convinced me to legit, buy Legit. And it's just so... It's the best razor I've honestly ever used. Same. I'm pretty obsessed, honestly. Yeah. And if you're going to shave like thick, coarse hair, like your bikini line, like you want a good razor. And you also want to hold your skin taut because I think that that's really where razor burn comes is you're not Could stretching the skin. Be. So it's like slipping the razor mm, as you mm-hmm. go over it and burning. Also, a regular razor isn't as sharp as, like, the way the people razor no. is very sharp. So you just, like, psh, gets it all instead Legit. of the other one where it's, like, Venus multiple bullshit. times with multiple yeah. ra- um, Le- yeah. razors. Mm-mm. It's too much. No, don't do that. I mean, just don't. Just don't. Save up your money, girls. Instead of getting, you know, a pack of Bic at $5 each, just, well, I guess you can't save up your money because then what are you going to do to shave? Well, I guess, okay, the price breakdown, what? It's 75 bucks for the razor. It comes yes. with... It comes ten, with ten blades, extra blades yeah. which will last you a while. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the investment. As long as you're not dropping it, and I haven't dropped it, and I'm so clumsy. I mean, even if you do drop you it, what's it? really going to happen? You're clumsy, too. I'm not. You're right. I am clumsy, too, and I haven't dropped it. But even if it does, it's so well made. I don't yeah, think I don't anything think it's going to happen. It's not going to bend. That shit is solid. Like, yeah. it's incredible. It's so solid. Yes. It's kind of, It's a game changer. I'm, sorry, I'm sure a lot of you have seen it on Instagram. For sure. It's for a reason. That's true. What else about vagines can we talk well, about? Well, yes. Should I talk about um, when I was first getting my period? Oh, okay. So before we talk about that, I do want to mention something really, really quick. And that is that Panatone just released a, a new color. And it must not be the color for the year because that comes out at the beginning of the year. But 
It's a color to destigmatize menstruation, and the color is period red. Shut up. Yeah, and it's like a. Bre- it really does look like period. I was like, that they did a great job. <laughs> they really know their it's colors over there. It's a very specific kind of red. Yes, it's bright. not like the old brown. Yes, it's like fresh, fresh period wow. blood. Y'all know what it looks like. <laughs> but I just thought that color. was so cool that they were doing it to destigmatize periods and to raise awareness for women. I think I believe. Don't quote me. Go look it up. For women that are in third world developed countries or, or places where, you know, women aren't really considered yeah. first, um, not first class people, what's it called? First class citizens. First class citizens, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're shamed for their period. So Panatone is like, yeah. bitch, period red. I love that. Boom. Isn't that so I cool? I really love that. I thought that was really cool too. So I wanted to bring it up for the vagina episode because how apropos fucking awesome no what were you gonna say about your period oh i was gonna oh before i say that actually i think that it's really important and again i'm not a doctor and you'd have to discuss further things with your doctor but i think it's very important to be in touch with your body especially your vagina yeah to like in order to know if it smells off or your discharge is off or your Mm -hmm. period blood doesn't look right yeah, for sure. It's important to pay attention, right? Definitely. And to, like, give a little whiff. Little well, it's such a source for us as women of hormones. Do you know? I think it's also, like, your pH, your body's pH needs to be in balance, period. And when it is off, I think that, like, your regime for sure will let you know. Like, or even if you're not having enough water, do you know? Totally. Like, girls, if you guys are also, you know, service providers, like, your pee shouldn't smell like coffee and be the color of orange Gatorade. <laughs> if Is that that's why you the bought case, that big water bottle? Yes, legit. That's why I brought that huge, I bought a 64-ounce huge thermos because that was happening way too often. And, you know, when you unfortunately, like, love what you do and are a service provider and you work for yourself, yeah. it's too easy to just go all day and realize I haven't had a single morsel of food or a beverage in 12 hours and your body will tell you and it'll start with your vagine. It's true, our vaginas are magical. Oh There's God, probably magical. also so many other things. We need to get a gynecologist on here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So many other little magical things about our vaginas. Yes. Like things it tells us about our body that we don't even know. Stay tuned for Ooh, that. Oh yeah. I, I mean, bet there are. Of course, like moon cycles yeah. and all of that. I can tell you cycle sync with people you're close with. Like yes. that's nuts to me. Science. But it's happened at every job that I've been at. Of course, because women, well, you know why, right? Yeah. Because back in the day, if it was easier as a community to all take care of children as a group, as a unit, to pass off, like, all right, I'm exhausted. It's time for you to feed my kid. So if you're all synced up and you're all getting pregnant at the same time, as a community, it's better for the group. Shut up. Yes, bitch. I love that. Science. That's some science Knowledge shit. is power. Knowledge is power. It's true. I just learned a big thing. Okay, that. so look I that up. Don't. I mean, I'm pretty are... positive that that's true, but also yeah. look it up. But ninety. Our bodies are so sure. magical. Okay, well, I have two things I want to talk about. So, okay, I guess I'll start with my first period, or just like the beginning of my period. So, when I was first getting my period, I was young. I was like eleven. Oh wow! And my dad. My dad was always the one to run out to the store, you know, whatever, CVS. Oh, I love that. Um, I still use his phone number when I go to CVS to, like, get the deals. That's so good. But anyway, my stepmom would tell him, like, oh, you know, grab her some pads, like, when I first started getting my period. And I guess he assumed 
because and my stepmom always used pads also. You know that yes. the older generation doesn't do tampons. They're not I need to know. I would love to know a when tampons like originated. Like what All year? All I know is my stepmom and a lot of my friends moms are very anti-tampons. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they think they're not good for you and and I get it. It's like you're not letting the blood just come out as it naturally should. All right. That's like my stepmom's thinking. But, but it's not getting clogged up there. I don't I mean, know. whatever. No judgments, no judgments, exactly. Um, Ladies, if it gets clogged up there and, like, recycled back into your body, let us know. It is scary because, okay, I'll get to, Jesus Christ. Okay, Focus, focus. My dad, I guess, just assumed without asking that, like, because I was so young that I needed small pads, a.k.a. panty liners, except, I don't know if it was just me or if this is everyone their first periods were so heavy. Mine were very heavy. Mm. I would fill up that panty liner. In like 30 minutes? Like 30 seconds. <laughs> I would be so scared and I'd be in school. Yeah. Because I'm just like, oh my God, I gotta go change my panty liner again. Have you seen the uh, Pen15, that show on Hulu? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I just watched that yes. episode last night, The Sleepover. I'm like, yes. girl, I understand. I know. I understand. It's really cute. So cute. But I loved like when they showed, uh, like when she's standing there with her friends and they showed like inside her pants and it's just her underwear <laughs> filling up with blood. And I'm like, girl, I still feel like that these days. I'm still like, can you check my butt? <laughs> you know? All the At 32 time. years old. Legit. Still oh, fearful. But I, I don't know. At some point, I guess maybe my stepmom said something or I said something like, I can't be using these little... <laughs> Oh, panty do you think liners. that you would have said something to your dad? I don't like, know. Like, Dad, I'm filling up these panty liners with blood. Can you please get something bigger? I must have said, I don't know. I should. He's the worst memory. I'm sure if I asked him. But he's been cool. Like, obviously, as I got a little older, I would tell him, like, oh, can you go grab me? What's it mean? Pads. Like, when you're a kid, were you Like, I wasn't embarrassed. embarrassed. No? You are just like, Dad? I don't think so. <laughs> My dad's pretty cool with that. He That's never so made funny. it like weird. Like weird. He'd just yeah. be like, "Here." He'd come home. He would put him on the dresser. Yeah. Aw. I remember I was just being a raging bitch, and <laughs> I was definitely bitchy. Anytime I was bitchy, my dad be like, "Are you getting a period?" Legit. No, I'm not. And yeah. I definitely was. Definitely. Every time. Every time. <laughs> I was nasty. A little nasty yes. little shit. I was getting grounded all the time for well, good reason. It's hard to control your emotions. Period. Well, I would then try to. It's all brand new. I would try to control myself, and then my dad would be like, "You're rolling your eyes." I just didn't even know. I'm like, what do you mean I'm not talking to you nicely right now? Shit. Blame it on the vagina. <laughs> oh, man. So um, that was number one. But I, Okay, but I was also going to say, back to the tampon thing, is my friend Ashley, remember her telling me a story that her mom had told her about when she was in high school and she put a tampon in, forgetting she already had one in there? Oh, my God. And I know that's happened to other people, and the thought of that... Yeah. An old friend of mine, her roommate... Her vagina smelled awful. She couldn't figure out why. Oh, she went to the gyno, there. and there were just two tampons. There was one tampon that was just like yes. Okay, fair. I've heard of imagine this. Imagine what that probably smelled like. Just awful, like rotting. I've death. literally heard of this before, and I heard this from one from the teacher who taught me how to bikini wax. When we were, she was just like, "Look, I'm telling you this because part of your job is like being aware of your client's health, and." <laughs> This is funny that we're talking about this because she was like, your vagina like tells you a lot about what's going on with your body. And she used that exact example. She's like, there's yeah. this woman that was coming forever. I knew that like every t- other time everything was fine. This time things smelled so like just so off. Like not like, oh, you've, you know, I've been running around all day, but so off that she's like, you need oh to go to the God. doctor. There's something going on. <gasps> and there was a tampon. And there's a tampon stuck up there. That's scary. Yeah. Also, I feel like they scared the shit out of, or I, in teen magazines, they scared the shit out of me. That oh, I was TSS? Get toxic shock syndrome. I know. Have you known anybody know who had anyone. that? I don't know a single person. All these people with rotting tampons up there. 
vaginal canals, and they're not getting it. They're not. It's just starting to smell funky. But, <laughs> Somebody's got to yeah. tell them. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna die if I wear tampons. I didn't wear tampons until I was a senior in high school because really? I was very scared of that. Yes, I also didn't know how to put them in correctly. I didn't either. I would look at that fucking pamphlet and I was like, this means nothing. Why are they showing a 12 year old a cross section that makes no sense? And you're just looking like, wait, that's what it looks like? I remember I went to the movies with friends, and I could not sit still because the tampon was not in there all the way. No! I think that's, okay, <laughs> directions number one in tampax should be take a mirror and look at your vagina. Yes. That should be directions. Discover where the holes Yes, where they Mr. That. Tampax, you know that we're living in a patriarchy, and bitches, you don't know where the fuck your vagina is until the day you have to put a tampon in. So, literally, in America, am I wrong? <laughs> I'm dead. No, Alex didn't say that I'm wrong, so <laughs> same as for her, yeah, right. it turns out. So, yeah, you need to tell, well, maybe that's a fault of fucking sex ed. That should be the first thing, is go home and open up a mirror, see what's going on down there. I know, there. the sex ed was so progressive in my school, my elementary school even, that oh, I'm surprised. school. We started talking about, we started separating the boys from the girls in health class. Mm-hmm. Like, we had Mr. Come in, who mm-hmm. talked to us about health and while he freaked with cigarettes. <laughs> he would talk about us, talk to us about like not smoking and not doing drugs. Right. Meanwhile, he's got like whiskey in his thermos. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> we went from Oceanside, New York school district. If you remember, Mr. <laughs> if you've ever seen right in. <laughs> but he, so starting in third grade, we'd separate the boys and girls. It was third very grade? early. Yes, very early. We'd talk about. We then... What did you talk about in third grade? Because I feel like um, they should have been like... Well, they'd separate us. So we would talk... We... One week, they would show us a video. The video. The you knew video? when you were like, next year we watch the video. I never no. watched the video. It was the video about periods. And um, then we would swap and we learned about puberty for boys. In third grade? We were very young. But honestly, I think it was... When I was also in third grade, we had someone come in who had AIDS. And he talked to us in the auditorium about having AIDS, and he shook every single person's hand, Aww. just trying to prove, like, that you're not you going to get, get it, AIDS and it's through, fine, yeah. and people are different, and that's really Very progressive. Actually. Very I progressive. I guess that's why my dad was paying those high-ass taxes. Well, yeah, but also, like, I don't know, still use a panty liner for too long, probably. I know, so fucked <laughs> When you were learning for so, since so young. I'm telling you. We were not poor, but we were the least wealthy on my block. <laughs> and it showed. My dad's also cheap, so he's probably like, these are cheap. These cheapest. are cheaper, no Stop. Definitely. I need to ask him. That's I, so funny. Like I, said, I don't know. remember. I remember asking my high school boyfriend, like, oh, can I, does your sister have tampons? Like, I just need one. And he was like, well, are there different sizes? And I was like, well, yeah, there's different sizes. Thinking, like, light, regular, and, like, super. And he thought that there was, like, different sizes for vaginas. Like, vaginas <laughs> are different sizes. And so we, how do you know if you have the same size vagina as my sister? So that's where men are. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, I think, though, before I say anything else, I just want to give a shout-out to Tanqueray from Humans of New York. Talk to us. Um, it's such a long story. You need to read it. It's, I do. It's going to take time. You really. I don't mind even sitting and I'll... You can pretend it's like an audiobook. I'll just read them all out loud to well, you. Well, here's the thing. If you guys don't know about this, my friend Alex cannot pay attention for shit. <laughs> Not for so shit. So the fact that I paid attention to 32... He had 32 squares on Humans of New York... And that's why I stopped Longest paying attention paragraphs. to humans in New York ever since the pandemic. So I'm like, I can't be reading all this. I know. It's just but, too much. But this story is the best. And um, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to her. And Thank I'm so happy girl. that so much money has been raised to take well, care of her for okay, the rest of her days. Can you tell us a little bit so we know who this person is? She is the OG baddie. Ooh. She, she loves baddies. So, so much has gone on in her life. It would take me forever to talk about all of it. But she was raised in Albany. She got pregnant. She got pregnant, though, 
from what I can tell, because of just lack of education. Mm. You know, like, there weren't women in her life who were talking to her about... Like having vagina episodes like this? Yes. Yes. And um, she was supposed to move to New York City with this guy. He was all like, I'm going to, you know, give you a great life, whatever. And she takes the bus, I think, to Penn Station down from Albany. And he shows up there with flowers and is just like, I'm already married. Like What? Apparently his wife was like an invalid. And he's like, I got to take care of her. How old was she at this point? So she, shit, late teens. So I could wait. I could be lying. Not lying, just misinformed. She was very young. There's so many. I read. I've read so much. There's, but anyway, she was very young, and she goes back up to Albany. But she's just like, I don't want to move back in with my mother. Her mom just she wasn't good to her. Mm -hmm. She wasn't made her feel like a burden. That's how I. You pick up. What I could pick up. yeah. Yeah. And um, so she, like, snuck in to take her stuff. Her mom called the police on her and claimed that she was burglarizing her home and she got sent to jail. Oh, my God. So much crazy shit. Anyway, she eventually ends up in New York City. She Uh decided that that's where she was going to be. And, I mean, there's so much that led up to her being a burlesque dancer, but Mm -hmm. she was making bank. People loved her. Yeah? And I think because she was a black woman, it was different and it was special. But she was different and special just as a human. Yeah. I mean, the story she told was... When you think of old New York... Yeah. And I'm sure people back then when they moved to New York, this is the kind of shit they thought of. The different clubs and the men that she came across, good and bad, you know? Mm -hmm. She talked about, like, the one love in her life. Oh, before she left jail, she traded... This was, like, the day before she was getting out of prison. There was a woman there who was known for reading palms, and she gave her a cigarette, Uh and in return she read her palm. And in it she said that she would live a lonely life, she would fall in love only once... But that one day, like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. Like, everyone would know her and that she'd come into lots of money. And the trust that was set up through Humans of New York is at, like, almost $2 million the last time I checked. Wow. She needs a lot of care. And there were so many people talking shit about, like, you're getting ripped off with 24-hour at-home care. I'm like, no, 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 my grandma gets 24-hour at-home care. Yeah. Almost full 24-hour at-home care, and it's shit tons of money. Yeah. Oh, and she's going to donate any money that's not used to the Children's Fund of New York. Okay, so now I need to listen to her story. It sounds incredible. Or read it. And I'm not even get, doing it justice. I know, there's so I much more. Not, there's so much in between. Yeah. Um, but the one love of her life was this Italian guy named Carmine. Mm-hmm. Carmine! Yes, but he was a junkie and she didn't know it. Aww. And Sad. And then a few years ago... I guess they were in contact here and there, but he died a few years ago. They were talking a lot at this point, and she hadn't heard from him. And yeah. Turns out he had passed away, and it was, like, her one true love. Oh, wow. But then, the most recent story that they posted today, or grid, whatever, was um, her with her son. Because, remember, she was pregnant, and she'd given him up. Oh, I didn't remember that part. She got pregnant. Okay. Yes, you did say that yes. part. Yes. She had to give up the kid but I guess she's been in contact, she got in with, contact him. with him through t- through well no they had been in contact for years and then they had a falling out and yeah. then I guess Brandon or Brendan I think Brandon who runs Humans of New York got, got in contact yes there's a photo of them too <sighs> that guy's doing like think the Lord's work he really is and the son was just like I understand that you know she is who she is because of all the shit that she's gone through and yeah. kind of like forgave her which I think was really special because she's been through a lot yeah but she also was saying all this stuff about how You've been telling me about lately, for weeks. I know, lately she's been feeling, and this was like, I guess, before all of this, just feeling like maybe this is it. Like, this is, like, I'm done. You know, New York hasn't been the same for a long time, and there's just nowhere to go. She's like, Times Square isn't Times Square anymore. You know, it used mm-hmm. to be, like, fun with clubs. Yeah. Well, dangerous, Back in the too. day. Yeah. 
used to be all the things. Totally. And then she made a comment like, and this is my last final show, I guess. Wow. I was crying every fucking post. Wow. Holy shit. Okay, get away. But again, I'm not doing it justice. There's yes. so much more, but anyway, shout out to her. Talk about vaginas. Talk about vaginas. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Yes. You're our number one vagina. <laughs> we love you. I know. I'm like, talk about vaginas. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to... Why? I think his name is Brandon. I can't remember. It's been I don't a long know, time. but thank you for sharing that story. Okay, so to wrap up Vagines, here are some thoughts. <laughs> One is, as we've stated before, the world wouldn't exist without vaginas. Literally, human or non human. Maybe seahorses. They might be able to continue. <laughs> the only <laughs> I think that might be it. And I don't really know how world how well the world would fare. Just seahorses. <laughs> It'd be tough out there. Right, it'd be a little tough. So, I don't know. If anything else, like, I mean, it's not even if anything else. That's the end of it, period. The world wouldn't be able to continue. Humanity as we know it. Yes, and I would like to say that, and I don't know, I've never asked clients this, but if the reasons why you're like, oh, I'm sorry, it's so hairy, this or that, is because a man has ever said anything to you. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy, They have false impressions. They, I don't know if it's porn or what. Uh, that's a great question. I just want everyone to love their vagina, which yes. I know can be hard to do. Because everybody's telling you the opposite, you yeah. know? It's hard to be different in a world. What's that saying is, in a world that's trying to tell you to be otherwise, being yourself is considered a revolt. Oh, I like that. It's the truth. So... It's the damn truth. Yeah, honestly. There's nothing wrong with you. You're beautiful. Love your vagina. And, and you also, have any say thank questions. you to your grandma, because <gasps> none of... Like, without yeah. your grandma... Yo there'd be a whole lot less people in your family. Yeah. Also, do kegels. My grandma's 96. She does kegels. And she really? doesn't even pee herself, I don't think. I mean, would she tell you? She gets up in the middle of the night to pee, so she's not wearing a diaper. All right. I mean, that's go impressive. grandma. That's very impressive. So that's my last So do your kegels. <laughs> take care of her. If she's smelling a little bit off, take a look at your body. You might be eating too many carbs. Maybe. You go might to the need doc. some more greens. Go see your doctor. Might need some leafy greens to keep yeah. your vagine clean. Ooh. Oh, I heard it in a song once. I think she's like, I keep. In WAP? <laughs> it was not in WAP. Listen to WAP. <laughs> Celebrate your. If you want to know about the magic of a pussy. Honestly. Also, that's another thing we should talk about. Don't let anybody fucking grab you by the pussy ever. Yeah, no, never. That's number one. Never. Number two is. That's it. Don't let anybody ever grab you by the pussy. and know your power know how powerful you are and that this shit would stop revolving without us Okay, so milk with your dinner. We like to say that it's a celebration. We're not making fun of. No. It's a celebration of multicultural differences in your relationships and your friendships. Yes. Mine is funny though, but it's because, okay. When I was a kid, I guess like my my stepbrother and I, when we were really little, we would take. First tell them about your stepmom. Okay, my stepmom grew up in Queens. She has a Queen's accent. It's so thick. The, I once walked in on Alex talking to her stepmom on speaker, and I was as soon as she hung up, I was like, who was that? The accent was incredible. Think of whatever, whatever Queen's accents you think is the most Queen's-est ever, and that is Alex's stepmom. It's, and it, but it's so... It's um, so thick. 
It's so thick, but so casual. Yeah. Because it's real, you mean? Exactly. Yes. It's real. And that's why I say certain words, like... Yogurt? Or no. the other day I said, oh, I got to change my underwears. And Kyle's like, your underwears. Because <laughs> that's what my stepmom would say. Yes. <laughs> Little things. But anyway, she's half Cambodian. She did not grow up speaking the language. I don't think her mom... I, I don't know. I don't think that her mom ever spoke to her in her native language, but... The two words she would use were, I guess, slang terms for vagina and penis because my stepbrother and I, and I remember being a kid being like, what is she saying? And then I learned eventually. We would be in the bath and she'd be like, all right, clean your gazooey and your gazoa. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the vagina was gazooey and the penis was gazoa. And so I texted my sister before to be like, did she ever say anything like that to you? And she was like, she still does. So I'm like, she's telling my grown-ass brother and sister who live at home to make sure they clean their gazooey and gazoa. Just before the dates. Oh, I'm going to go see my boyfriend. Clean your gazooey. I can absolutely see her saying that. Absolutely. I love it. Even better is that you, Alex, I mean, I never heard this story before today, but she was like, it must be Cambodian or something. Let me look this up. <laughs> it's like, and certainly is like the proper isn't. term is different, so it must be slang. I just made it up. And we no, have my no sister's idea the confirmed. I know, but we, have, we don't know the her. answer. Did she, she make it not up? Even is know. it slang? She may is not it a Queen's thing? Is it a Cambodian thing? Who knows? We don't know. And that is the beauty of but milk with your dinner. <laughs> clean your gazooey and your gazoor. All right, kids, don't forget to clean your gazooey and your gazoor. You're just looking at your elbows like, what? Gadooey. I mean, it's, they're kind of the best words ever, they're wherever the, they the came best from. Best words. Your gadooey and your gadoor. I don't plan on having kids, but if by the off chance I do, yes, I will make sure to implement that as like their first words. Yes, and please, <laughs> if you've ever heard this terminology before, if you're from Queens or if you're Cambodian, please, yes, please confirm. Let us know or deny. Because even if I ask her, she could tell me she might not know. True. She also or she'll might say know. what she thinks she knows. <laughs> And convince me that's what it is. She could have... I need to know. Did she make it up? You guys need to let us know. Okay, we didn't even talk about the best part of vaginas. Jesus. Dude. What's the best part? The best part is something that neither you nor I have ever experienced. But the best part of vaginas... I have experienced that. (laughs) That's so great. No, not squirting. Giving birth. Yeah. You squeeze something the size of a watermelon out of something the size of... It will never cease to amaze me how insane that is. That is so nuts. It's so awesome and confusing and looks pretty awful. I'm not going to lie. It looks really painful, ladies. I, like, hats off. We have a lot of girls that come in for their first Brazilians, and they walk away having so much more respect for women after because they're just like, I didn't realize how, what this felt like. Yes. I feel like that towards moms. Like, I don't know how you did that. It's so terrifying. Nice, but they do it, and then they'll do it again. Multiple times. Yeah. They'll do it. They'll poop. They don't care. They'll tell you all about pooping and pushing. I know. God damn it. But Bad y'all keep needs. this fucking race, shitty human race going. It isn't shitty. I like the human race. No, we're okay. Yeah. We got a lot of flaws, but we're working on it. We got some good ones. You moms... Have you guys have done the best things with your vaginas <laughs> of all of us? I just have fun with True. mine. Yeah. You guys are doing work with yours. 
Okay, I guess we didn't talk about how amazing it is that we get to have orgasms through our vaginas. Yeah, I mean, well, men too. That's not different, yeah, really. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Okay, only vaginas. <laughs> don't we have way more nerve endings in our clit? Yeah, I that's, think so. We that's have more shit. nerve endings and a tinier little... Yes. So that's fucking cool. That's a great point. Yeah, that is pretty cool, special. guys. So thanks for keeping us... So human race going. Thanks for being badasses. Um, if you have any questions about Brazilian waxing, feel free to ask. Yes. Or if you have any stories about your first waxing experience, I would yeah. love to hear. Good or bad. Or what your parents used to call your gadui. Yeah. I should also point out that my stepmom did also call them penis and vagina. Like, she's very clear to teach me what they're actually called. <laughs> when it came to bath time, maybe it was like a cute thing, cleaning your gadui and gadua. It's a little weird. You're like, you guys are, you know, I just told you what a penis and a vagina is, and you just took sex ed because you're in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're in the tub together, so let's just call it a gadui and a gadua. Oh, call it a gaday. Oh, I love a good amount of cheese. A good day. So, with that being said, I really did want to talk about Breonna Taylor today because the fuck if I don't think about that girl every day. All the time. All the time. And how fucking awful it is. But I just couldn't bring myself to sit in sadness today because everything out there is pretty fucking shitty right now. And... The point of the pod is to be opposite, is to bring joy into the world, but I don't want to finish this episode without at least, I don't know, speaking about our cis, because goddamn, like, the worst parts of having a vagina is that you are a second-class citizen in this country, unfortunately, yeah. and, uh, I don't know, Brianna, girl, we're not going to forget about you, we're mm-hmm. going to keep fighting for you, the battle is just beginning, and that's it. It's we true. love you. We love you. Yeah. And we love everybody else who's listening out there. Yes, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. I hope this wasn't too weird of an episode, but I hope you walk away from it just thinking, like, God damn, this vagina is fantastic. Fucking gave birth. Yeah. Fucking get a wax to have it soft as butter. 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 Have an orgasm if you want. Yeah, it can do all the things. It can do all these things. It's pretty sweet. So... We'll see you guys next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.